0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, Trinia and Vec shared a touching goodbye as she fled to safety, but that didn't stop the Crown from claiming she had been captured. The party decided to lay low for a while, but distressing news about Gakin's disappearance and death brought them back together. Now hot on the trail of Rolf Lam, the Keylock Killer, our heroes descend into the dead Warrens in pursuit to smooth over rising tensions between Corvosa and the native Shawanti peoples. The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: Some bombs on you guys last episode. Big wow. explosions.
2: <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
3: was very surprised by several of the
4: reveals in that episode. Yeah. Caught you off guard. Yeah, it did. I was blown out of my chair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did I detect some sarcasm? I mean, that's, that's why I didn't talk for half the episode. Oh, okay. Like when other people were having their big reveals, I had been blown against the wall. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my God. Get a little blustery in here. <laughs> a bluster. The Gakin
3: thing was hard because like I was certain we were going to find him alive somewhere. Like we were going to save him. Doesn't appear to be the case anymore, but like the infernal Duke stuff is yeah. like the scariest thing to me about all of that.
5: Yeah. That's a very terrifying person to have a family member connected to mm-hmm. in some way. Like obviously uh, Dyson, Got the money and was successful, but oh boy, at what cost?
4: Yeah, I I had indicated a little bit in that past episode that I was surprised that there was an infernal Duke that doesn't spend his time in hell and just rolls around on the material plane. I truly desperately just want to go home and Google that because I think it's really interesting and want to learn about it but I won't because it's going to develop naturally in this game that just sounds like such a cool interesting bad guy and I want to know like his deal yeah I don't think any of us have played a lot of the
3: like lawful evil like devilish campaigns that pies was put out there so I'm not as familiar about infernal dukes as other listeners might be but I think that helps not knowing some of that stuff that these reveals are going to be cooler
2: I'm really excited. I mean, this has been insane. Everything. I mean, got hit by one thing after another at the very end there. And I think there's going to be a lot that's uh, going to be interesting because, I mean, yes, we understand Gake instead, but this has only led us into mm-hmm. crazy Keylock stuff. <laughs> and
4: I will also say I got kind of bait and switched there when the paper came and it was mm-hmm. like Trinia got caught. I immediately, like as a person and as a fact, got very, very upset. And then every other single person at this table was like, Steve, this is clearly bullshit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But like in the moment that really hit me, like, oh my God, we've spent several episodes building towards that. Over the last couple of months of recording, like, I have anchored my emotional well-being of this character to. Like Trinia and getting her out of the city. And then just to kind of have that pulled away off screen was like kind of frustrating in a way. Would have been the worst move if it was like, should have rolled a perception check on the guy in the
3: (laughs) boat she was
0: with. Right, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the moral of that story is that Steve is easily swayed by propaganda.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe all sorts of stuff. Somebody somebody quick, turn on a TV and show him a commercial with rolling dark clouds. Oof, oof. I'm worried. Queen Heliosa. Is she who she says she is?
2: <laughs>
3: She's making Corvosa fantastic again.
1: She's raised the price of kindergarten tuition by five gold a year. That's too much. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. How will our children learn? How will they? Should we turn won't. Should we turn to infernal dukes in our time of need? <laughs> <We> certainly should.
4: <laughs> Great
3: suggestion.
1: This guy, this guy has a lot of good points. <laughs>
4: Checks out to me. I'm just
3: looking for someone who can unravel all
4: of this corruption. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: great unravel. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you created a problem I didn't know I had and immediately
1: solved it. <laughs> awesome. You got my vote. <laughs> Thanks, Ermagius. <laughs>
3: I'm only going to be safe again when I know Figgy grows another size. Once Figgy gets uh, large, yeah. then I'll feel safe again.
2: Not until level 8, man.
3: Okay, we've got I'm left
1: really going to have to change the voice if he gets large. Hey. It's <laughs> <Hey, that's> me. Be 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 be
3: be be.
1: Hey, be I don't like it.
2: Now. I don't like any of that. I like Figgy to keep the same voice. I'm, when,
1: a, I'm advanced enough to talk
3: and I've gone through puberty. <laughs> when Figgy when you, it hits level 8, Figgy will be playing Mirror as the character. Mirror will be his <laughs> companion.
2: I don't think that's how that works.
1: I think there's a feat for that's it. That's the other pl- plot thread. You gotta wait for, the, for that bomb to drop later. The old switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun as a GM to get to like show the players all the threads at a point, like, oh, hey, this was building since you got a spiritual, or since you took your spiritualist dip. Mm. This was, you know, this is a thing since I gave you an imp.
3: This is a thing since you ever had a romantic connection with anyone else. Hell yeah, though.
1: <laughs> was t- was Tuck Par a plot device the whole time? Whoa,
2: yeah, like weird. So.
3: Well, I'm also very hyped for whenever I like see like a juicy adventure hook, like, um, I'm in 100%. So, you, you mentioned Jesus. open mausoleum, and I'm like, I'm Naruto running into it. <laughs> <This is> a,
4: <laughs> it's a fat worm on a
3: hook, right? Yeah,
1: yeah this is, um, you can call this one Captain Hook. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, I killed your brother. And there's a mausoleum to
4: search. You got me. <laughs> this is good though, because. I very, very much have enjoyed book one of Curse of the Crimson Throne, but Emily will know like with our drives coming here to record over and over again from the suburbs, like a lot of times what I bring up is like, I don't know what the climax of book one is going to be. There's a million hooks out there and I don't know how this is going to end because usually when you have a book one of an adventure path, it's kind of spelled out for you. There's going to be a pretty clear three act. Something gets dropped early and then you're going to resolve it at the end. It's going to feel like a full adventure, but there's more to discover. And I just didn't know which one of the dozen and a half plot threads was going to be the third act of this story. And now knowing that it's the keylock killer and stuff, so much of what we have done in this AP so far makes so much sense. I had not seen that coming, but now it like has come together really well for me.
1: Yeah. Like uh, Gage and Lamb. First dude you came after. hmm Guess what? He's got a real nasty kid. hmm Real bad apple. Real necromantic apple.
2: He was making kids have slave labor to distract from the fact that
1: his kid was the worst. Like, well, yeah, he couldn't get his kid to... He couldn't do lamb and sons. He couldn't do, his son was like, No. I'm yeah. a necromancer, and I also murdered 50 people. I'd
2: rather be with keys. the m- most prolific serial killer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And and off-air,
4: I did mention that uh, this is very reminiscent of... What's the thing that I said this is reminiscent of? I have of? no idea. Kingdom Hearts with the Keyblade. <laughs> so, is uh, Rolf Lamb cast as Goofy or Mickey?
1: Gosh. Gorsh! Uh, Gorsh! <laughs> no, he's... Uh, Have you played Kingdom Hearts? Absolutely not, no. No, He's Riku. He's Riku. All right. Sora's friend that turns enemy. I just know there's a Keyblade and Goofy and Mickey are in it. I have exhausted my knowledge of Kingdom
4: Hearts.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's enough to know, I guess. Cool. You really don't want to get much deeper into it. So, I believe our hero points are getting refreshed. And what a time, because, you know, you're heading into a dungeon.
3: Yeah. So, I forget if we've... Gray, that a gray district is not one we've mentioned a whole lot. I know it's come up a little bit, but mm-hmm.
1: uh, w- what, is the, what is the central focus of this district again? It is the Church of Phrasma and where all of the dead in the city are buried. Okay. Always... So it's, uh, it's pretty much a gigantic segment of the city that's a cemetery. Okay. And there's a necromancer in there, and he's doing stuff, and... And, like, the Church of Phrasma already has their hands full with that many bodies in one place so we'll see what happens uh so this hero point is from alex yeah. oh that's uh that's fitting interesting
5: and i didn't even like search for this one this was just the next any NE hero point and it is so on point
1: Come on down to the premier Corvo's and Cheesecake Cafe, Lorthax Cheesy Cakes, located in Midland. What? You'll never believe the flavors we can craft. Try our new Abaddon Berry Blitz or our classic Albert Fudge and Vanilla. Cheesecake, so good you want to sell your soul. Not up in Sundays. So I'm ready to derail this adventure because I want to try that cheesecake.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: to die for. Does it go to someone, or is that just Everybody. the one? It's, a group, yeah, group. Refresh. it's a group It's a group. We refreshed. Okay. This is the refresh episode, right? <laughs>
3: <Okay>. It is. <laughs> sure.
1: Yes, it's the
2: refresh.
3: Yeah, we read them off for just not, a refresh. If not, you don't get a refresh for
2: five. <laughs> hey. By the way, uh, I did look this up. Kingdom Hearts, 2002. Chris Throne, 2008.
1: Wow. Mm. Mm, just stealing keyblades. That
2: inspiration. <laughs>
1: Are we gonna fight the heartless next? Jeez.
3: <laughs> Crimson Throne designers, admit your appropriations. <laughs> oh
2: my
0: God.
4: They have a lot of admitting to do. Well, when we see them at, at Piesocon, you could bring this up in person. We could make them confess.
1: <laughs> confess. All right. Uh, first Batman, then Kingdom Hearts. We Come on. It's almost like people draw inspiration from stories that they've heard before. Oh, yeah. There's a limited number of stories. So when last we left our heroes, they said goodbye to Trinia Sabor and went their separate ways to lay low. They leveled up and Diego. Well, he had some revelations. He had his companion uh, Takpar return severely wounded. And upon his reawakening, told Diego and the rest of the tribe what happened to Gaken. Gaken is dead. Uh, yeah. And uh, and that's actually going to cause some tensions between Corvosa and the Shuanti. However, Thousand Bones and Crested Croft gathered the group and set forth a plan. Go forth. Get Gakin's body. And if the Keylock Killer is there, take him out. You left a note with uh, Theandra Darklight Maybe she'll help you. She seems kind of busy right now, but we'll see. And then you make your way to the Gray District. That's where we find you. Corvosa's vast graveyard, a region known as the Gray District, is a mournful place, even by day. The district is alone in being a place of quiet and calm in the face of the civil unrest that's been happening lately. Yet, as you enter, there's an unnatural stillness in the air almost as if the graveyard was preparing for a vast influx of new dead. Nowhere is this ominous feeling more noticeable than as you enter Potter's Ward, the final resting ground for Corvos' poor and homeless. Mounds of unmarked dirt stretch far and wide, indicating sites of mass graves where crumbling mausoleums from years ago, abandoned by their families as the gray district expanded to the west, Dot the bleak landscape, forgotten and empty. Mourners clearly don't visit here, for the dead buried in Parr's ward leave behind few who regret their passing. As you enter here, and as Takpar had mentioned, there's. You you look around at the mausoleums dotting the landscape, there's no sign of a body. Does Diego manifest Gaikin at this point? Yes, yes, he does. He's a little thrown off by
3: being in this area where so many dead having once been dead himself but yeah I think he he, he spends he, he focuses and, and, and brings Gakin
1: to him Gakin solemnly leads the party uh, knowing feeling where his um, where his body once lie make me a perception check 13 18
2: Nine. Twenty-eight.
1: Beck and Mir, you
2: Oh sorry, that's Figgies.
1: Beck and Figgy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mir's would have been twenty-nine.
1: You see um you see the depression on the ground where Gakin's body landed. And you also see the presence of a man's tracks in this area heavy, as if he maybe weighed twice as much as he should.
2: Right, right
1: more interestingly, you see several small humanoid tracks, uh, and they kind of clutter around the site, and they lead into the mausoleum. I'm going to roll over those perceptions. Uh, You see a poorly hidden trap door in the floor, and it leads down into the dark. I would allow a knowledge nature on those footprints. Sylvie, I think I want my mall now. (laughs) <laughs> She's still holding it.
5: <laughs> she has been like trudging around with it, unstraps it from her back and hands it over. This is much more powerful now.
4: You've done great work. I can feel it.
2: Uh,
4: I rolled a one on that knowledge
1: nature, so 11. I rolled a seven on that knowledge nature, so a nine. Mm,
5: nice. Oh, good thing. Sylvie has knowledge nature. That is a 23.
1: Sylvie... uh, you push the druid aside. You know I was it.
2: looking for traps. It's a new ability.
1: <laughs> you missed the letter, Mir. It's tracks, not traps. <laughs> uh. You Sylvie, you recognize these footprints. They're Darrow footprints.
5: Oh Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylvie points them out to the party. I have seen these tracks in the, a print in a book. He's our dero?
4: I certainly have never heard anything about no before.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Listeners, check out League Legacy Season 3. Two. Two.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so what's a Daryl?
5: Is that uh like a little creature or?
4: So a little
1: schemer walking around here.
5: With that check, does Sylvie know like more about them that they're like, you, you know, like a general?
1: yeah. So, you know, they're... Uh... They're short, wiry humanoids with milk-white eyes, gray-blue skin, and wild shocks of white or gray hair. You know that they live underground, um, and to most of the surface races, they're just kind of like a folktale. Uh, they rarely surface, so you seeing the prints here, uh, it was kind of a surprise. You know that they're known for performing kind of twisted experiments, and you know they hate the sunlight because they're a race that kind of developed completely underground or have evolved to adapt to um, the dark lands.
0: Hmm.
3: That could be good for us. Whatever their corals are, it's not with us. It's
1: with the sun. Hmm. Only daughters can go down there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we want to that we can get that is helpful because knowledge checks within combat are no longer free <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: not without seeing the specific Darrow mm-hmm. As, again you know sun would hurt them Okay, they'd have to be in it for like an hour
2: oh okay
1: let's uh open up this trap door yeah weapons is the
2: trap door trapped
1: uh, you would get a perception check without even searching uh, because you now have trap finding
2: yes.
1: so you can roll that 28
2: 28
1: doesn't seem to have a trap. It was just kind of shoddily hidden. Uh, Probably not a very highly trafficked area.
2: (laughs) That's fine. Get ready for trap finding.
1: So, it is dark. You all have dark vision. Yes. Uh, So, that's not a problem for you, but there's no light down here. Before we head down, uh, Vec turns to
4: Gakin. It's like, hey, mate, I know you're dead. Very sorry to hear that, but I would suggest perhaps, as we go forward, you seem to have a connection between Diego and yourself. Maybe stay by me, uh, I'm uh, in-combat healer for the team, and if that doesn't go well because sometimes I do take hits, run over by me as she can help you out, and maybe it won't get you back alive per se, but you can help Diego out, you're tethered together in some way, shape or form. Think I might be able to channel some healing into you and vicariously heal him.
1: Well, if I ever begin to wonder, just shout out, "Where are you going, Loka?" All right, and I'll likely turn around.
3: I'm not mad. That's canon
1: now. That's
2: <laughs> so, Figgy prepare can't for that see. to be
1: abused. Figgy can't see.
2: Figgy has low light and scent.
1: Yeah, Figgy can't see.
2: He could only scent.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Well. Someone in our crew has a halo. I can see your halo. Does anybody have a problem seeing in darkness? Because i got a tool for that. Oh, <laughs> I should have known. Don't worry, little buddy, I got you covered. And he's going to concentrate really hard and the halo appears. How much light does that shed? It is. Oh, I don't think that much. I think it's similar to the light cantrip. As per light. Okay. So bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for the next 20
1: feet. So if That's he good. gets a he's little, little light. light. Oh, so he's, he's got a light, so he's got 40 feet yep. Yep. of vision around you. So he's got a good distance from you.
2: I think Figgy's afraid of the dark. He's the reason why I keep the small night candle up. <laughs> oh, he didn't <doesn't, laughs>
1: want
2: to just say Aww.
4: that. <laughs>
2: They're all friends here, Figgy.
4: It's okay, little buddy. There's plenty of stuff in the dark that scares me. I'm just a little better at seeing it than you, that's all. We're all not too far apart. (laughs) All right, well, I'm trying to be (laughs) nice.
2: Getting
4: a real R2-D2-C3PO riff here. (laughs) Swear to God, I gotta deal with all your summons.
1: (laughs) You're the the wrangler. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the monster rancher over here. You got... You got a ghost to your right, a badger to your left.
2: It's the charisma.
1: What can I say? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. You take ranks in the uh, lore companion rank. Oh, me. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys head down. Now, as we head down into this dungeon, what I want you to establish right away is what your default exploration activity is going to be for this dungeon. You can change it at any time. But it'll go much easier if I can just assume, hey, you know, Mir is searching or, or see you know, Sylvie is scouting, whatever it is. Um, I want to make sure we get the right bonuses in combats and I want to make sure the right people are making rolls.
2: All right. So Mir is going to basically always be avoiding notice while Figgy would be regularly searching. Okay.
4: Vec will be consistently detecting magic. Okay. Diego will also search.
5: Sylvie can scout ahead with Sassy, who also has dark vision.
3: Ooh, actually, uh, Diego could be scouting. I think that might be better for the initiative bonus. Well, if
5: you only need one. You only need one scout. scout. Oh, yep. okay. I mean, I could uh, avoid notice if you want to scout. Is your I, stealth better? Uh, my stealth is yeah, it's a ten. So my stealth is let's do that better than my perception. Okay.
1: Okay. So just so you know, unless you stop in a room and search it thoroughly, Figgy's the only one that gets a perception check on,
2: on what's a in a trap room. And yeah, and unless there's I'm a trap, I'm allowed to.
1: Okay, you descend and you enter on a large room supported by four wide pillars of stone. The ceiling above arches in a dome nearly 20 feet high. The walls are lined with skeletons caked into the mud. Adult human bones mostly, but here and there, smaller bones might be from halflings or perhaps children. Fifteen foot square pits sit to the east and west, each filled with a large heap of hundreds of bones. To the south, a crude hole has been gouged out of the wall, providing access to a tunnel. I need a perception check from Figgy.
2: It'll be uh, 21.
1: You all hear a low growl as Figgy and he he's his head's darting to both sides of the room he notices these skeletons begin to animate Mm. all right so those that were avoiding notice can roll a stealth as their initiative everyone gets a plus one on their initiative because diego is scouting for me, perception? It would be perception yeah. for detect magic. Sylvie?
2: 28. Mir? 22.
1: Diego? 14. Vec? Natural one, 10. So Figgy notices right when you're about in the middle of the room, these things start to animate.
2: Figgy would need to be by Vec. He
1: doesn't need well, to, to be th- that close that th- to that. 40 Beck. feet of- He's got 40 feet. Okay.
4: Unless somebody disagrees with that. Sorry, placement. I
2: was worried you were trying to stay all the way back there.
1: Yeah. So ticket ticket. Mm. I'm okay for here where I'm at. What forms is on to the party's left, four skeletal guards to the party's right, a hulking owlbear skeleton.
2: Man, we're good at understanding bones. I don't think I would be able to pick out one animal from another, like, personally.
1: It looks like a massive, like, huge clawed skeleton with, like, a big beaked head.
2: Gotcha. That makes a little more sense. I was just thinking, like, me personally, I could not figure out what it was.
4: No, I do enjoy seeing pictures of skeletons on the internet from different creatures and being like, oh my god, that's a cat or that's a bird?
1: Wow. Right? You should see them in real life. At the beginning of this round and unnoticed is Sylvie.
5: Ooh. All right, being unnoticed, Sylvie is going to move up to the owl bear and attempt to tumble through its okay. square. Oh, uh, to do a knowledge check on um, these creatures, would it be a knowledge religion? It'd be religion, yes. All right, Sylvie doesn't have that, so she's gonna uh get ready to hopefully set up a potential flank Ooh, this is a 30 uh
1: that would be a crit success if there was a critical success condition
5: i don't believe there is
1: there is not yeah
5: oh well she just looks really cool tumbling through (laughs) maybe like skirts through some of the bones uh so she loops around and um Going to potentially set up a flank and then she strikes out with her kukri.
1: This creature is flat footed to you because of the tumble through, correct?
5: Yes, it is. Okay. And she is now in a state of panache. All right, here comes the slashing kukri. Uh, that is a 19. 19 hits. All right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Minimum of six damage. Uh, That's slashing and precise damage. You clang on the
1: bones. It leaves a very small scratch.
5: Hmm. All right. So we might have to change up her tactics here. And then final action. She throws up her shield.
1: Okay. Mir.
5: Also unnoticed?
1: Yes, you
3: are also unnoticed.
2: That's very good for me.
3: I want to try to take down these these uh, multiple skellies. Like, I think Diego can handle those.
2: All right. So, is so this is a large creature? Correct. Yes. Mir is going to two action cast a Scatter Scree on two of the squares, the two back squares. Okay. And those will now be difficult terrain. But also, I need a reflex save.
1: Reflex save from the Albear Skeleton can do. That is only a 14.
2: That is a fail. Okay. Which means you're going to take full damage, and the damage is a couple D4.
1: What type of damage is it? Bludgeoning. Okay.
2: The D4 are hidden away because it's been so long. I believe that'll be eight points of bludgeoning damage.
1: Okay. Two actions. It now notices you.
2: What, what a shock. <laughs> the last action is I am going to command Biggie to walk up or like stride up and f- flank with Sylvie. Okay. Thank you. And unfortunately, Biggie doesn't have things that are good against skeletons, but I don't know if one is worse or not. So we're just going to go ahead with the jaw attack first.
1: Oh, well, he only gets one oh. attack.
2: Oh, yeah. Jaw attack. Sorry. Uh, 24. 24
1: is a crit.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Big figgy. Against your flank foe.
2: 24 points of piercing. Okay. Excellent. Like in the 2d8. Right.
1: It's the turn. I need everybody, all of you, to make me a will save.
2: I did not expect this.
1: As it screeches, this blood-curdling screech. 25. 25. You're frightened one. 13. You're frightened two. Alright.
5: 17.
1: You're frightened two. Uh,
2: Well, Mir has 27 so she's fine. Let me check.
1: Mir's frightened one.
2: Okay. And then Figgy... Is a 29.
1: Frightened one. Okay. Okay.
2: Oh, whoops. I hit it friendly, not frightened.
1: Hmm. (laughs) I'm friendly one. I'm friendly (laughs) one. (sighs) Hey there. The owlbear then attacks at Sylvie, who's most separated from the party. Uh, That is a 22.
5: That hits... Um, And I'm assuming then Sylvie will take damage, so she's going to use her uh, shield uh, reaction to soak up that damage.
1: Okay. You're going to take 16 points of damage. This is piercing if it matters.
5: Ouch. Uh, So that's going to be 11 for Sylvie.
1: Yeah, then it's going to grab you as a free action. Or not a free action, but as an action. We'll grab you. I don't like that. You're in its talon now. That's not great.
3: No, it's not Diego. You're up. Okay. Diego sees to the right, that scene unfolding and to the left, these four skeletons beginning to move and animate and he rages. And when he does his maul is newly strengthened maul. You see, you begin to see kind of vibrating with this, this dull white light as the, uh, the, the spirit instinct fills that with some positive damage on its strikes he is going to stride up to the some of the four skeletons there and he is going to take a strike at the far one to his to his left 16 16 hits awesome uh this is going to have three positive damage as part of it okay. that it's just in the total 26 points of bludgeoning damage
1: crumbles nice heck yeah that's my turn It is the skeleton's turn. The skeleton to Diego's right is going to take a step up. It is going to go ahead and attack with a scimitar. Does my frighten tick after my turn? Yeah, after your turn. That's only a 16 to hit. I don't believe it does. Doesn't hit. And then it is with its other hand going to attempt to trip you. Against your reflex, DC. However, I don't believe a 15 will do that. Nope, Diego stands on his feet. The other one moves around to flank you.
3: You're now flat-footed. Okay, just know I've got deny advantage, so if they are lower than my level, they don't get any bonuses from you.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely, they are certainly lower than your level. Nice! So you wouldn't apply flat-footed to them. It's going to attack at you. Miss. Then it'll attack once more. Uh, that's also a miss. The final one is going to move to block that exit and fire a bow at Mir. Which exit are we talking? He's going uh, like, oh, over here. In, over there. Yeah, the exit further in. Uh, it misses and it'll fire one more time.
2: It can move and fire twice.
3: Yeah, why wouldn't You're it? You think of the zombies, I think. The zombies are like permanently Zombies slowed. are slowed.
2: Oh. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> that is only an 18. I Some zombies. Does it? 18 does not. Okay. Vec. Okay.
4: Vec is going to start his turn. This pulsing yellow light springs from his hands and hops over to Sylvie. So, what he's casting is Healer's Blessing to give you a tiny bit of healing, but also mainly just to key on the curse here. So you are going to heal for four points of damage. All right. My curse is at moderate because I always keep it at minor. I keep that shit on me. I do keep that shit on me. Then still looking at Sylvie, he's going to say, we're just getting started today, Sylvie. Come on, let's go. And spend an action to cast using my very fancy divine access feet, liberating command.
5: Ooh, tell me more about what that does.
4: I call out a liberating cry, urging an ally to break free of an effect that holds them in place. If the target is grabbed, immobilized, or restrained, it can immediately use a reaction to attempt to
1: escape.
5: Nice.
1: Okay, attempting to escape is acrobatics, athletics, or an unarmed attack
5: acrobatics is my best one so let's do acrobatics ooh an 18
1: Missed it <sighs> just barely
5: <sighs> well I appreciate the chance mm-hmm.
4: very finite amount of spells but okay um, then I have one action to go can I roll like a general knowledge about undead
1: to learn stuff about them I mean, you can roll a knowledge check on one or the other type of these creatures, the uh, results of which may or may not apply to the other. Right. They're all skeletons, as far as you know.
3: The owlbearer might be more important,
4: but the skeletons could be easier for the regular skeletons. Skeletons, because I'm frightened. Okay. Knowledge religion. Yep.
1: Twenty-two. Oh, yeah. You're going to get two questions, because that's a crit success. Well defenses, of course. Okay. So it's resistant to cold electricity, fire, piercing, and slashing. It's immune to death effects, disease, mental, paralyzed, poison, and unconscious. Okay. Um, like I have spells that
4: say specifically that they do damage to undead. How do how do I figure that into a question like weaknesses or something? Like if it does damage to undead, it's undead.
1: You know it's undead.
4: Okay. So, is there another question you all want to know?
3: Would we have gotten weaknesses with that, or is that another question? That's another question. question. It'd be good to know, at least just
1: know generally their weaknesses. Fine with that? Weaknesses? Uh, No weaknesses. They have the negative healing trait, which means they work opposite to you. So they're healed by negative and harmed by positive. So he shouts out those details to the rest of the party, and that concludes his turn. Sounds good. Sylvie, back up to you. You're in this thing's clutches.
5: All right. I mean, I think she's going to have to try to get out again. You got it. I believe in
1: you. Believe.
5: Fingers crossed. No, uh, no, a 17 isn't going to do it. 18 didn't. Yep.
1: Wanna try again?
5: I mean, yeah. Gotta, just you could make
1: a, a DC5 flat check to see if you could do a manipulate action if you want to do something else. Or just strike.
5: Could pull out. I So she right now has her kukri out, but she could oh, yeah, you would slip either. on a gauntlet and start punching and get some bludgeoning.
1: I think slipping on a gauntlet is probably a manipulate action.
5: Yes, it is. So a, a
1: 25% chance of not being able to do that. Of just yeah. losing it. Losing the action, not losing the... Well, all right. Who knows what happens yeah, to that collar? Like uh, swallowed Sorry. by the owl yeah. bear. <laughs> yeah, swallowed by the skeleton. Who knows it what it really is? down?
3: <laughs> it clinks into the rib cage.
5: All right, I'm going to try one more time to get out. I have a good acrobatics. I just have to roll.
1: Yeah, remember this is subject to your multiple attack penalties. So this be
5: Oh, yeah.
3: But mm. attacking your, you know, wood as well anyways, too.
5: Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm going to try one more time. Uh no, that's also not going to do it with a 15. Not quite. And then final final action, let me try that manipulate to All right,
1: roll a 5 or higher.
5: I've c- have been having some trouble here. Uh no, I rolled a 2.
1: Okay, no manipulate oh. for you. You lose that action.
5: Darn it. Sylvie well,
1: just struggling.
5: She's just kicking her feet, can't get out of this owl bear's grasp.
1: Here it's your turn.
5: Alright, guidance on
2: Sylvie. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: <good. laughs> Thank you. Scatter scree on this guy who has hit me with a bow and the the square right after him. Sure. So he also has to go through difficult terrain if he's trying to go back further again.
1: Reflex for my skeleton. It is boy. a reflex. Spooky scary why why do skeletons have such good reflex? They're nimble. But yeah, they're nimble. Uh eighteen.
2: That will fail still.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're Ooh. high enough low.
2: 12 points of
1: damage. It crumbles. Lajonane. Yeah. Yay.
2: Nice. Uh, so that that will be difficult to rain for a minute,
1: though. FYI. Yeah, for everybody. Even you guys, when you finish this combat, try and leave.
2: <laughs> for a minute. <laughs>
1: yeah. Better better put the hourglass on. I'm make Lock's you wait sticking. that minute.
2: All right. And then Figgy's going to go ahead and bite.
1: Okay. Yeah, Figgy gets his one action.
2: Yeah. That's gonna be like a twenty-six, cause that's an eighteen on the die.
1: Yep, that's a crit. Think he putting in he's putting it worth? He's really
2: doing good.
1: Yep. Let's go. It's almost as if animal companions are only good once they've become mature.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was doing good before too, though. He was he's really doing
2: twenty okay. damage. Twenty Look at
1: that. of your um
2: piercing damage. Yes. Twenty piercing damage. I uh, did not roll good on my damage die.
1: Ooh, it's looking rickety. Looking real rickety taking two crits from Figgy, even though it resisted some of that damage. But it's a big boy, and it is its turn.
2: Just so glad I picked up scatter
5: screen. <laughs> That's
1: a good one. What yeah. a good spell. Is a nice spell. So here's what's gonna happen. You're flat-footed to it, because you're grabbed. Yes. So now it's going to use its beak to try and gnaw you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: nothing good happens when you're
1: grabbed in 2e no, it-, it is a
3: gateway to worse things <laughs> you'd say it's a gateway maneuver
1: <laughs> all the kids are doing it ooh <laughs> I'm so sorry oh no that's a 29 against your flat footed.
5: that critically succeeds because she's grabbed
1: yes so man Sylvia always gets crit because of these devil packs. <sighs> Your uh, grandfather never should have made that deal. all twice. No, know, now she's once.
5: just unlucky.
1: <laughs> Where's Sazzy when you need him? He's around. 20 points of piercing damage. Eesh. Ouch. And I need you to make me a will save.
2: You can use guidance if you want. Your call when you want to use it.
5: I really want to use it to get out, so I'm gonna save it for now. That is a twenty-one. We'll save.
1: You still got your frightened one on.
5: Yes, that's what I was fixing.
1: That is a failure. So, you are sickened one and slowed one, as long as you remain sickened.
5: Oh my goodness!
1: Effective gnaw now it's going to attempt to hit you with its talon
5: there's more
1: that was one action that's 24.
5: that will definitely hit but it's not a crit
1: yep seven points of piercing damage and then with its final action it's going to maintain that grab on you with its free grab tough stuff diego you got skeletons around you on either side He is going
3: to quickly bring them all around to the one on his right. That is a 21 to hit. That hits. 18 points of bludgeoning damage. It's gone. Nice. And then quickly whirls it around to the one on his left. 19 on the die. That's going to, you know, above a 20. Yes, that hits. And that is going to be even more points of damage. That is... Uh 23. Another destroyed skeleton. So quickly swinging them all with a blinding speed, hits both of them, crumbling them, and then turns around and yells, Sylvie, I'm coming to help. And strides up to the Albear. Nice.
1: Uh actually. Oh yeah, you got your little 10 feet of extra speed. Yeah, I got 35 bear. feet
3: of movement, so I can get right next to Sylvie, so I'm still flanking with Figgy.
4: Vec. Mm-hmm. Vec turns to Gakin and starts to explain, You say here, Sylvie's a good friend of ours. She's in quite a bit of trouble. So I'm going to help her out and watch how I do that. As he casts a two-action heal, second level on Sylvie.
2: Can Are you gonna kind of feel her? the need to explain that to every, him every
1: time? Yeah, we haven't really seen him yet, so uh, he's got to know how this works. How interesting! I <laughs> wish someone could have cast that on me several nights ago. Hey. That would have been key
4: for me. Where were you, Loka? I'm. am sorry, mate. We hadn't had the pleasure of meeting yet. So, Vec heals Sylvie for thirty-one points of damage. Yeah. Dang.
3: You had a line in the last episode about how I support you more than... than or Deo supports Vec more than he does. I'm thinking about the <laughs> 140 points of healing you've pumped into me over the course of this campaign so far. That's
4: a good charm. There's, there's, I don't get a lot of spells per day, but when these moderate curse heals hit, they hit good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even roll that well on one of my D12s. So he pumps all of that healing into Sylvie. Griff, when we were talking about the skeletons earlier. You rattled off a whole bunch of defenses. Mm. I'm assuming mental was one of them, right? Yes. They came quick. Mm. Immune to mental. Man, I really don't know what I want to do with my final action. I'm going to save. I'm, I'm just going to let it ride. Okay. I'm just going to forfeit the third action because we're in a really good spot and I don't want to give somebody guidance and then block them off from receiving it from me for the rest of the dungeon.
1: That makes sense. Sylvie, you are in in a spot.
2: You have guidance though. Yeah.
1: You have guidance, you're sickened, you're grabbed. Slowed. You're slowed. Mm -hmm.
2: This will be the one.
1: I think this is after this, like once you finish your turn, you're not frightened, right?
5: Yes, that'll be correct. So uh, first things first, got to get out of this grapple. Going to use my guidance.
1: I call it the stacking debuff strategy. Just find find the weakest link.
5: Yes, I got a natural
1: 19. Oh, there it is. Okay. Well, 19 is what you needed. Oh. oh. Yeah. She was one away earlier. Yeah.
5: yeah I. Uh, that's so sad. Okay, well. You break
1: free. You want a retch now?
5: Yes, because I don't want to be... Slowed. Alright, so I get a fortitude uh check, correct? Yes. Alright, my fortitude is decent now. Ugh. Oh, uh seventeen.
1: No. Hey, Gake and turn Did your magic make her start retching like that?
4: It's very complicated, mate, and I would love to explain it at a later time. It appears you made her sick. She has what's known as a weak constitution. The upper crust has made her <laughs> quite
1: weak. Mm. <laughs> she hasn't roughed it out like the rest of us. Yes, she lives in a uh, metaphorical ivory tower. Finery erodes us, you know? I see.
5: Sylvie just looks up at Vac as she's actively <laughs> heaving.
4: Talking nonsense to the summoner. <laughs> okay, because there's pillars there.
5: <laughs> oh, that's true.
4: You
3: don't have line of sight. If you weren't slow you could take an action to lead from <laughs> yeah. Lean around and just give him like.
5: She's looking in his general direction.
3: Yeah, she's gonna hear
2: it. There. You're just gonna cast pummeling rubble, not pummeling rubble. Sorry, scatter scree
1: Scatter scree reflex. Yeah. Uh, another eighteen.
2: That's a fail.
1: Rocks fall. Kill despair bear.
2: <laughs> the lowest damage. Uh, that's six damage <laughs> of bludgeoning.
1: <laughs> Alper's not dead. That
2: is absolutely fine.
1: Give Figgy's
2: due. Yeah, Figgy's Great, gonna figgy attack hull. twice. Absolute beast this
4: badger has become overnight.
2: Jaws first. That's gonna be a 20.
1: Okay, that's a hit.
2: That is 14 points of piercing.
1: All right, what's it look like?
2: yeah he's been gnawing on a bone like it's a gift <laughs> and he finally broke through and the Snacks leg, a leg. <laughs> and it was a it, that was a critical point uh in it, it like a building it just collapses like as if you hit a structural beat
1: <laughs> that's that's very good
2: <laughs> there nice. are rocks everywhere though
1: <laughs> yeah difficult terrain for a minute here. Um,
2: actually not rocks uh, that came down, by the way. I just did want to. They, they come you just,
1: up. You scatter scree, so you just toss the bones that are in the room around. <laughs> Careful stepping on that.
2: Yeah, so we do want to clear the area. It's just an interact, so that's fine. We can just do that. And then what? Search the area?
1: Certainly, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perception checks 19, hmm. 27,
5: 10. Sylvie's going to vomit, and then, oh, she's really distracted still. Ten.
1: Okay, Sylvie's retching. Um, Where are you guys looking?
5: I'll look
2: on the side Diego was. It
3: looks like there's, like, so we went into this room from the south. It looks like there's two alcoves
1: on the sides that look like they could be searched. They're filled with skeletons, bones, uh, but yeah, you could kind of maneuver. So you're searching where... Diego is or where he was.
2: Where Diego was. I figured that Figgy would probably go one way and Mir would go the other way because they're already kind of split like that.
1: Alright, Mir, you find a small uh, secret door. Oh, really? hmm
2: That's cool. Uh, yeah, Mir would call everyone over.
1: Yeah, you, uh, it's, it's kind of like covered in bones. You scoot them aside. Uh, the door is three feet high. The tunnel inside, if you open it, is even lower.
2: Oh, so this is this is for Darrow. Okay, can't actually see.
1: You could certainly crawl through it. But,
2: I don't know. Do we really want to do
1: that? Send in the imp.
2: How many master points you got? Remember. <laughs>
5: So, the ability he's at right now, like she could ask him to f- like fly invisible and like go somewhere and then like come back and report back to us. But does he have an exterminate Darrow ability? No, unfortunately not. Enough master not. Points. Uh,
4: <laughs> is that next level? Gotta it, ask, it's next level, isn't it?
1: You gotta ask nicely. You gotta <laughs> ask the unraveler nicely.
5: I mean, we could like send him in to get like a, like kind of see where the, where it leads. Like if it is long and winding um, sure alright so after Sylvie is uh, done removing her sickness um, she will turn to Sazie there is a secret door that Mir found could you investigate further let us know where the tunnel leads discreetly of course
1: yeah I guess I could do that um <laughs> none of you fat asses fit in there huh
5: not even fig anymore.
1: I prefer yeah, what you to think f- of myself What are you as- feeding him, by the way? What has happened to this badger?
2: Got a healthy mix of fertilizer that I add into the plants where all uh, the worms are, he,
1: and then are he eats the worms. The, uh, uh, all right. Uh, it was a starting to sound suspiciously <laughs> like you're feeding the badger fertilizer.
2: <laughs> no.
1: He's grown quite thick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head in here. Um... It, it, I'm just telling you, if I bump into something moving, I'm coming right back.
5: Mm-hmm. That is the best plan.
1: Okay, um, see you in a minute. All
2: right, let's get up in a defensive position just in case he uh, brings something back on accident. Sure,
1: we'll say we. Yeah, we'll say yeah. We'd do that. Yeah, he heads into the tunnel. A couple minutes pass. He comes back out. Yeah. So um, there was a, uh, a fork. Like I, I went in about twenty feet. It forked off to the left and to the right. I went to the left first. There was another door. I didn't open it up, you know. Uh, you don't pay me enough to do that. But, but I went I went to the right then, and uh, that also forked a little bit. There was, like, a really thin path that, uh, you know, I kind of had to turn sideways to get through. So, something my size probably has to even squeeze there. But uh, there's another door there. And then, and then the tunnel, like, went down. And... Came back up, and luckily I, I was—you know—I was hiding because there was two little blue men in the room. The path ended; there was no door. They were just hanging out in there. It smelled nasty. It was like fur and straw pallets and stuff in there. Um Yeah, and two of those little blue guys.
5: The tracks that we saw outside—that uh, were—they are the doors then. We cannot really go down there, but at least we know what is what we may face in the future.
2: I Do we want to keep going, then?
4: Yeah. Don't want to go down these Darrow tunnels. Enticing as it sounds. We're going to be stacked up one bus the other. I don't think, think you get that and... fat head through the one part. All right. Well, hold on <laughs> here. I'm just saying, man. I've been accused of having an ego. People say that. But I probably can't get through that
1: specific spot, you're saying, if even you are having trouble getting through Yeah, and Diego, you have suspiciously wide hips. I don't think you would have made it. I prefer to
3: call myself hefty.
1: (laughs) 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 Fire armor in the husky section.
3: Down, Down the regular path, yes.
5: If the tunnels all connect and there are additional doors, we should watch our backs. They could surround us as we move forward.
1: So. Yeah, they went off in a couple directions. So um, they, they, the unfortunate thing is, I'd be able to point the room out to you if I saw it, you know, from outside the tunnel. But I don't, I don't know where to go outside of the tunnel to get to that room. You know,
5: hmm. there are different paths up above. At least we know it is to the right.
1: Okay, to the south, you you enter the kind of carved path, this bigger path that you can fit in and you see a fork one goes east, one goes west
2: do I hear anything from one way or the other?
1: I don't know, are you seeking or are you sneaking? I'm changing it to seek? I
2: did change this um, by the way because I forgot that I didn't take the feat that I thought that I could have taken, I I switched it and so my brain was just messed up, I, I should be searching
1: okay So you're searching. You and Figgy can make perception checks then.
2: So I have a 14, but Figgy has Mm -hmm. a 26. Figgy's just rocking and rolling.
1: slowly (laughs) taking over. (laughs) Party MVP. Yep. You can drop the druid part of your character if you want.
2: (laughs) No, I think I just continue to give my animal buffs. It's just starting to
1: look bad, is what I'm saying. (laughs)
4: I don't know. That scatter scree was pretty damn mm-hmm. good. That yeah, was, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll stick yeah. up for Haley this time, but uh, you know, uh, not one, most. One times. more combat when when Figgy just shines, and you know, I'll switch teams. <laughs> Easily <laughs> switching teams. Team mirror or Team Figgy, listeners, you decide.
2: <laughs> Everybody is Team Figgy. Come on, <laughs> it's hard not to be Team Figgy.
1: Yeah, I think Figgy has a higher charisma mod, anyway. If that's, that's actually true, that
4: actually I will, I will <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Um, I think I'm accidentally team Mir because I keep calling
1: your character on our other show Mir. Yeah. Yeah. So you do... Figgy does. Mir has no idea. (laughs) Um, Figgy to uh, to both directions kind of growls low. You don't know what he's picking up because your animal is the one that perceived it, but...
2: I get it, I get it.
1: There's something in both directions. Okay. Then it doesn't matter which one we choose.
2: Alright. Uh odds right, evens left. Odds. Odd right.
1: Who's right? Put <laughs> start going a direction. The,
2: the character's right.
3: From our perspective, right? So the your west.
2: Into the bone room. Hmm. Okay. Bone room two. I would call
4: that a bone zone. <laughs> we were just in the bone zone.
5: Oh, is going to equip her gauntlet this time, since it looked like the bludgeoning damage uh, was going through.
2: Amir's just going to be ready with scatterscree nonstop.
4: <laughs> Vec is going to be detecting magic, but trying to explain things to Gakin as we go. <laughs> oh, so that's how you talk to a girl. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. I've got a great track record. Hmm. I
1: was with the party. Oh happen.
4: all right come on you know, dude, <laughs> she <laughs> fled the city
2: i don't know if that's a great <laughs> out of all
4: control <laughs> out, uh, extenuating
1: circumstances
2: there's darrow know
1: there are two darrow in this room they look like they were playing dice at the table how dare they how dare they And I think we'll continue the curse campaign
0: next time.
5: All right.
0: The bestow curse podcast is a hideous laughter productions show. Hideous laughter productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo incorporated curse of the crimson throne is copyright 2016 curse of the crimson throne and the pathfinder adventure path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Piso titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.